Yep, what's going on? What's going on? This is another episode of The Perspectives of a Cancer. I'm your host and show creator, Jalen Harris. In today's episode, we're going to dive into learning and learning to acknowledge the LBGT community. Um, I'm bringing in two of my friends today from high school that I've known practically for years. Um, Kathy Perez and Patrick Clark, how you guys doing today? Good, very good. Good to see you guys. Chilling. Let's see Kathy. I haven't seen Kathy in so long. Like it's been, it's been years. Yo, Probably since, since we graduated, graduated. high school, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, I see Pat all the time. Yeah. And oh. I ran into Kathy recently, but before that it was a while. So yeah. we already kinda did our catching up a few months yeah, ago. Yeah, but yeah. it's just, it's just crazy. And we just was talking about how we about to have, you know, possibly a ten year high school reunion and stuff and Oof. it's not real. <laughs> It's, it's great it's now the internet's real. gonna know how old we are. <laughs> you Thanks for that. Well, they definitely should know how old I was. Every time someone <laughs> asks me, I'm like 20 something. 20 something. That's fair. 20 something. Nobody's know the exact Yeah, 20 something. Nobody's creeping on. Yes. Uh, anyway. End of show. Canceled. I'm done. I'm done. Um, so I brought you guys in today because um, you guys have extreme knowledge about. The LBGT community. LGBT, but it's okay. I keep fucking up. I'll see y'all. It's know, okay. It's, you're still it. saying all the letters, but it was right, bothering right. me. <laughs> I'd rather you correct me than not correct me. I'd rather, I'd all right, rather all right, right. Good. Um, so, yes, I'm not going to say it again because I'll fuck myself again. No, you're But not. Um, so, you guys, you know, I obviously have extreme odds of that because of the fact that, um, Patrick, you are. The G in the LGBTQ. And Kathy is... On the Q and the LGBTQ+. Plus. There you go. There you go. So basically, um, we're going to just dive into a lot of different... Not a lot of different topics, but a couple things as far as like awareness in terms of the respect that maybe the community does or does not receive, um, especially compared to in the past. Um, we're also going to talk about, you know, dive into the, the baby situation that's happened recently and the dumbness that, you know, he put himself in. Um, but... As far as both of you guys, um, when when was the age that you guys first came out to your parents? <laughs> I was twenty years old. I was um, wrapping up my last semester of Middlesex County College, um, so it was a pretty like transformative time in my life. Like um, county college was ending, um, my track career in college was ending. Um, I was about to start at a new university. Uh, so there was a lot of changes happening in my life. Um, I had met someone that, you know, I wanted to be with, um, but you can't do that in secret. So at least not successfully, really, without driving yourself crazy. Um, so I was like, you know what? All these changes are happening. Let's just throw another one in there for everybody. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm lucky in the fact that my experience went pretty smooth with um, my family and my friends. I am fortunate that I didn't really run into any big roadblocks. Um, my parents handled it, you know, pretty well. And my family members have handled it pretty well. My friends handled it pretty well, which I was nervous about because my whole friends group, like since the dawn of time, mostly has been like all straight males. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have really any like LGBTQ friends that I could kind of relate to first. Um, I do have a cousin who um, is LGBTQ that she really like paved the way for me because she came out a couple years before me. Um, and so I kind of got to learn a lot from her. I got to come out to her early on and just kind of like always have her as like someone that I can go to for advice and somebody who um, really kind of you know showed me what 
the world could be um okay. and not to be like so afraid because yes there was a lot of bad that she went through but there was also a lot of really good that she got to do for others and she literally was on national tv like on the oprah winfrey network to, uh, to tell her story oh, wow. so i'm like if she can go on the oprah winfrey network and do this i could probably tell <laughs> you know my parents in the kitchen like so it's just it kind of just put things into perspective and i i got lucky because it's not as easy for everybody and in, in the home especially not that i didn't face roadblocks along the way with other people and you know in the workplace and things like that and stuff but at home i had like a good start um with family and friends and then you know that's not the case for everybody it's some people you know get kicked out of their homes just straight up like you they, you know these parents love their kids so much their entire life and then all of a sudden they come out to him it's like all right yeah, hit the streets the and everything and right just, yeah you know. there's a lot of things that can get in the way of that and then it's just like i don't know how you can look at this child that you raised and loved and did everything for their entire life and then they're 16 years old and they come out to you and they're on the streets and that's it um and that happens a lot um i'm pretty sure that lgbtq youth are like some of the most prominent homeless youth i don't yeah. know like statistics and stuff I but i so. yeah I, I know it's definitely a, a big issue mm -hmm. um so yeah it's i got lucky but everyone is not so lucky at home mm -hmm. i understand i understand how about you kathy um i actually mine i mean i came out to mostly friends like close friends and like some family uh probably like in 2015 um i actually just recently came out to my mom so that was like a you know that was a thing um so all in all, a good experience. No one, you know, said, okay, um, peace out. You know, yeah. and, like it, it, it all went well. Same kind of situation, like super privileged, no roadblocks. Um, same with like not really having many LGBT plus friends. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I actually had, we have a mutual friend that they came out first and then that kind of helped me come out. Okay. So... But before that, before I even came out to like my close, you know, people in my bubble, like I had always known that I was at least attracted to women. It was also it was like already a given that I was attracted to men. Yeah. Um, but I knew that I was attracted to women, but for whatever reason, it's not like anyone ever told me like, hey, this is bad, but I just always assumed that it was. Yeah. So I never said anything. You okay. know what I mean? So I kinda kept it to myself. But yeah, it was pretty smooth, nothing nothing too crazy i definitely felt insecure telling my female friends because mm -hmm. um, i didn't want anyone because you know when girls are together especially in high school like you get dressed together Everything, all the yeah. things so like i never that was like the first thing i said it's like hey at the time I, I identified as bi so i was like hey i'm bi but like i don't want you ever to think that like i looked at you a certain type of way mm -hmm. or whatever you mm -hmm. know what i mean because that was that was my biggest insecurity but yeah, Everyone I think was like chill. I can relate to that, like with having like all straight male friends, yeah. like you don't want them to just make the assumption that you're attracted to all of them or, yeah. or any of them. Like I see them as like my brothers, but mm -hmm. you know, people make assumptions and things like that just based off of the gender that you're attracted to. So that was always something that made me nervous when I was going through that process of kind of like picking out one by one like who i'm gonna tell yeah. in the friends group because yeah. it wasn't just all of them at once it was like all right i could tell one these one. Yeah, yeah this same, one these you know two yeah. then it's like all right maybe these two at the same time then maybe i'll save these for a little later because i'm a little nervous but i got lucky that like they kind of all stuck together and were like listen 
if anybody in the friends group has a problem with you, like we're gonna have a problem with them. Once I got a couple numbers like on my side, you know, it was like, all right, listen, if this goes south at any point with anyone, then they're gonna it's gonna go south for all of us with them. You yeah. know, so it was like they all kinda have my back and the more that I told, the more that like my pack grew, which was good and yeah, always made me feel good. Yeah, literally, like yeah. so I'm definitely grateful for that. That's good, that's good. Yeah, I, like like I said, man, like for me as a single male, I think that's just one of the things that for single male, what the hell? As a straight, straight male. <laughs> as a straight I'm male. a single male. No, you, that, that's the thing you want people to know. He's a single male. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's throwing it out there. He's throwing it out there. Single male. I've been single for a while. I need to, I need to end that real Send quick. the numbers in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But as a straight male, um, I think it's just, and even if there's a straight female as well, I think it's important to, to realize that, yeah, like when you guys. Or anyone that comes out, like it's important to have that friend group and that's that's that core group that's going to be able to understand you and realize that listen, like you're just a person. At the end of the day, like whoever you choose to like, um, will not affect our friendship. I think come sometimes like there's this notion, and I think there are people like that that you know what I'm saying when they they hear the news in a sense, you know they're like oh my gosh they're skeptical and they think you know something is going to happen mm-hmm. and they, they they look at you differently, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's messed up honestly because. I, like I said, you're not me. any different if mm-hmm. you do come out. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, exactly. It's just one new piece of information. Mm-hmm. That's, That's all, all it is. is. I've always lived by the notion like, live the life that you want as long as it doesn't affect the relationship between you and me. And what I mean that is like, we always want to have respect. And that's just the main thing that I, I, I always look at in every relationship that I have with each person. Whoever you choose to love and whatever you choose to do with your life. If, if it affects only your life, I'm going to respect it. I don't care what you do, you know what I'm saying? But as long as it doesn't affect us in terms of, like, how we build our friendship, then we're good. Or friendship, relationship, whatever the case may be. But um, two questions. So, one, did it um, did coming out, like, help you guys um, come closer with your parents? And two, um, in terms of the, the core group of friends that you had or the people that you had around you, um, like... Did they feel like, uh, I'm about a question. But yeah, the first question, yeah, to answer the first question and then we'll get, we'll dive into the second one once I remember it. Um, I mean, yeah, in, in ways, in ways. I mean, I, you know, cause I had girlfriends in high school and, you know, my parents were always excited about that. Like, and I guess, you know, I think anybody's parents are excited when it's like, you know, relationships yeah. and stuff, as long as, you know, they think it's cute and whatever. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, in ways it, it made us closer when I came out. It definitely didn't put any distance between us at all. So that's good. I mean, I don't know. I feel like th- some things kind of stayed the same. Some things, it took time. Like I wasn't just right away so excited and open to talk about guys or a guy that I liked or yeah. anything like that. It takes time. I mean, I'm at a place now where I can, you know, openly discuss those things. But it's not like right away you just kind of like, you know, dive into everything so much. Mm-hmm um but it grew because it's like you know it's like you're when you're coming out like your whole family is like coming out with you because then they're like telling other family members and then they tell family members and they tell family members because sometimes like i wanted others to help me kind of relieve the burden of me having to do it with every single individual in my family right. so you know i'd be like all right mom can you tell these people like can you tell someone so can you tell you know whoever um just to kind of like help out and so like i'm grateful for you know when my mom would tell certain feel, family I'm members sorry. did you feel the need like you had to tell every single person in your family yeah because i feel like 
if I didn't, like, I was hiding something and I was still being secretive and the whole point of me, like, wanting to come out was, like, to not have anything be secretive anymore, but then it's, like, if I had a boyfriend, like, okay, these family members know, but then these ones don't, but then, wait, does this one know? Oh, we're going to a family function today. Like, wait, does uncle so-and-so know? Like, I don't know. Like, is it going to be a big thing today? Like, right. it becomes you hard to, to keep track. Yeah. It becomes yeah. so hard to keep track of who knows, who doesn't know, like, who told who. Like, oh, maybe, I think my aunt told my uncle. Like, I don't, you know, it's, like, so I kind of was just wanted to, like, spread the news at least to the family members that i see and i'm close with like if it's some distant family member like they'll find out when it's their time to find out like i feel like if you are important enough to me like you'll find out when it's your time to find out like i did you feel like it was a burden like like in terms of like my entire life like did you guys feel like it was a burden to like keep that that secret in in terms of like i think it got to a point at least um with my mom when i told her like it got to a point where I live with my mom so I felt like when I was on the phone with friends or you know whoever I was talking to you know I felt like I had to stop having certain conversations if I was interested Mm -hmm. in a woman or whatever I felt like Mm -hmm. I had to cut that conversation short and I'm a grown-ass woman like I don't want to have to stop my conversations just because my mom might hear that I'm talking about me liking a girl (laughs) so one day I just told her then that kind of relieved the stress, like, you know what I mean? A mm-hmm. little bit. I was like, okay, now I can have a little bit Maybe more open conversations, yeah. be myself, and not have to worry about anything. Um, whereas in the past, I definitely had to be, like, you know, in the dark, like... <laughs> yeah, you're sneaking around, yeah. right? Yeah, you're sneaking around. Like, when I started my first relationship with a guy, I hadn't come out to anybody yet, Um so it was like, you know, I'm sneaking around with him saying, oh, I'm going to hang out with my friends. Oh, I'm going to get lunch with the guys. Like, whatever, but I'm hanging out with him. Yeah. And you're just, like, sneaking around all the time. You're like a CIA agent, like, wondering, like, oh, if we go to this restaurant, is someone going to be there that's going to see only the two of us? And, like, you know, or am I going to be around town and run into my parents or his parents or whoever? And it's like, you always are worrying that, like, you know, someone is going to find out. Yeah, I think for me, um, it was, like, a little scary because some of my cousins knew. So they had asked me, like, they were over. My mom's in the kitchen. We're in the living room. It's not that far. And so they asked me, like, oh, are you dating anyone? Like, are you dating any guys? And I was like, no. And they're like, are you dating any girls? I'm like, can you shut up? (laughs) 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 You're spilling beans over here. Yeah, I can I can tell that's very stressful because regardless of any secret that you have and you feel like you can't tell your parents immediately or just anybody, it's uh-huh. just like, when the hell am I going to tell them, how am I going to tell them, and it's just like, who do I tell, obviously, right, who do you tell, uh-huh. what's their mindset, I know that's, that's very stressful, and I'm glad, I'm glad you guys had, you know, successful experiences with, you know, telling whoever you told, and mm-hmm. like I said, you guys are my friends, so I'm going to tell you, you know what I mean? Um, it's so- definitely something that... At least for me, I feel like it's never ending though. Like I feel yeah, like I, I'm always coming out. Yeah, I feel like it's like my, you know, for some people, their appearance or their attire or their the way they carry themselves kind of maybe does it for them sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe they don't have to say anything and people will know. I feel like I kind of ride the gray area, so I'm Same. constantly like coming out to people that so, yeah, people either were like, "Yeah, I had an idea," or they're like, "What? I had no idea." Like, so it's just always fifty-fifty, and I'm like still kind of like always coming out to people like forever. Like, yeah. I feel like it's gonna be for the rest of my life. Like, and, yeah. which is an, which is annoying. Like, yeah. you meet new people, you start a new job, you start with it, you whatever. Like, yeah, and then you get to know each other, blah blah, blah. and then you just like casually say like, "Oh, oh by yeah, the way, yeah, yeah," like you know, and, and they're like, "Oh my like god," it. and then it's like a whole. 
I feel like it's yeah. I feel like it still has to always be a thing. Like when I trust someone, when I get to the point where, where I trust someone enough, and I feel comfortable telling them, I feel excited to tell them, and I feel excited to get that off my chest. But it definitely becomes like an hour long conversation, like yeah, every like time. Yeah, they want to know everything. I'm just like because they want to know everything out of out of curiosity and stuff. What is there to know? It's okay. Okay, cool. That's cool. Just yeah, like how I guess like your story, your experience. And, yeah. Who knows how it was? Who have you dated? And Especially not, if they don't know that you've dated. Like I've dated guys. They're like, oh really? Like tell me about that. Like just out of curiosity. Yeah, yeah. You know. And I don't just like get into it with like random people that I just meet one time at a party. Right, like right, I, right. I am comfortable with just coming out with like random like friends and stuff. Like you know, if I go to um like a party with Andrew and like we're out somewhere and like I, I am totally completely comfortable being like out with friends and and um you know random people that i meet and stuff i don't really know if i'll get into like a whole like hour-long conversation with someone that i just met but like i'm fine with coming out to them there's certain areas of my life that i'm definitely more restricted than others and i the workplace is definitely one of them i just i I recently (sighs) the workplace is a struggle yeah i recently i didn't sometimes i forget like how privileged i am because I don't have to deal with the hate that a lot of people have to deal with. Okay. So, like, recently I went out to, like, this pottery studio one day. Um, and I could t- I could pick up that the woman that was helping me was definitely some type of gay. Um, just from, the like, like, the language that she was using. Or okay. they were using, rather. I don't know her pro- their pronouns. Um, but, um, yeah, like, you see how restrictive in language people are. Mm-hmm. And okay. that that's based off of fear Mm because you really don't know how people are going to receive Mm -hmm. that news of like oh you're somewhere on the gay spectrum Mm -hmm. so like some people really don't fuck with it and then other people are like okay fine like whatever so yeah sometimes there are places like the workplace where you have to be protective of who you are because you don't want to be you know, discriminated against, treated poorly, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, it's under a thing. Which happens. And, you know, and we're able to control, like, who's in our friends group and stuff. And, and you know, we're all around the same spectrum of age, generally. Like, you know, we're all kind of in our 20s, 30s. But in your workplace, you can work with people who are Older, younger, 70, yeah. 80, 60, and just, you know, they think differently and they have different backgrounds and they have different perspectives and they have different mindsets. And so that can go south quickly and... You know, especially if they're superiors that are of yeah. older age or different mindsets. And so I'm always, like, protective of that with anybody who's, like, superiors because it's like, well, it has nothing to do with my work performance at all. Like, it has no effect on how I am, um, you know, as a teacher, as a track coach. Like, literally has nothing to do with that aspect of my life. But there's just, like, always going to be some kind of discrimination, like, no matter where you go or assumptions or rumors. I mean... The world of education is a factory of rumors and like people that work at high schools sometimes are just as bad as the ones who go to the high school. Yeah, teachers and students, man. I've read a lot of rumors. If they, yeah, and if they hear that you are LGBTQ, they're, they just make assumptions, like especially, you know, if you're like a really nice teacher and they're like, oh, well, they must, maybe, maybe they're being inappropriate or oh, they, they must be doing this or they must be doing that or they just make up rumors or they make up, you know, their own assumptions of, you know, who you are or that you are dating another coworker or like, oh, they're probably dating that teacher then or they're probably flirting with that right, one. Right, because if you're like all... the only two gay people, right, right, right. then it's like, well, yeah, too. it's just, it, there's so much, like, everywhere you go, there's going to be a hater, like, there's, or some variation of them and, 
you know, an education that comes in the form of a coworker, another teacher, another coach, a student, a set of parents, whatever it may be. Trust, yeah, I, I, I think even as a student, I've oh. I made them assumptions as well, like just of anybody, you know what I'm saying? Or they're dating or the way he talks. It's, way, it's such a distracting it. fascination I, yeah. for teenagers and students. And that's why I'm pretty restrictive about it in the workplace. On the opposite end of that, I'm like, I could be helping a lot of people if I was more out. Like, I think about that, like... I think about like me and when I was a teenager, if I had an openly LGBTQ teacher, male teacher especially, that was like, you know, just a positive influence in my life, but also LGBTQ and open, like that could have been a game changer for me. Mm-hmm. So like, could I be that person? You just learned that about yourself sooner. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, there has been instances where like a close coworker will come to me and say like, hey, um, you know, this student has confided in me about this or has come out to me about this. And I asked them if they, you know, would talk to you. Would you feel comfortable talking to them? And I'm like, yeah, of course. And then, you know, we have that one-on-one. And I have been able to help certain students who are struggling with stuff, like, privately and individually with that other teacher or coworker. Um, So that has been, like, a positive experience. And I will open up that part of my life more to, like, former students and former athletes, like, kind of when they graduate. And, you know, you still keep in touch, whatever, like. I'll kind of open up that part of my life to them. But it is difficult with, like, current students and athletes and stuff because it's just, like, there's just such a fascination. And then, like, the rumor mill gets going. And then it's just, like, I don't know. I find it to just be so distracting. And I don't need that distraction at track practice. I don't need that distraction in the classroom. Like, and it's sad that it is such a distraction because any other teacher that's straight could just have a picture of them and their wife and their kids or their husband and their kids right on their and you desk. And it's not a topic of and conversation. And no one ever talks about yeah. it. Yeah. No one ever talks about yeah. it. Like, and it's just, if I put a picture of me and my husband and our two adopted kids that could be of, you know, a different ethnicity or something like that, it's like this amazing fascination. Oh yeah, and it's like, oh my God, like what? And the thing like, about it also is you guys deal with new set of kids like every year, yeah. every four years. Yeah. So it's like you gotta keep me telling the same mm-hmm. story, and it's mm-hmm. just like, yo, what? Like, how do I? Why the hell I keep doing the same shit? Yeah. But you're dealing with a new set of kids every three to mm-hmm. four years, so it's just like, I get it. That's yeah, that's annoying as hell. Yeah, I'm gonna lie. yeah. So, Kathy, um, as as women, right, in dealing with just obviously we only, we only been on this earth for you know x amount of years, but speaking for women. Do you feel like you guys? I can't hold up. I can't speak for women. Aww, well, you're a representative <laughs> right now. Um, do you guys feel like you guys are more accepted in terms of coming out and being gay compared to men, or do you feel like you guys have certain hurdles in terms of just the totes in in society in general? Like, just like, do you guys feel like you're more accepted or not? I feel like women, men, non-binary, trans, whoever, like, everyone's going to have their own set of struggles regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's not really, like, like, some could see it as, oh, okay, some people, well, actually, that's a lie, because definitely trans people and non-binary people, I feel like, have the most issues. Okay. Then I feel like, in my perspective, I'm not speaking for everybody, but in my perspective, definitely... It's more accepting for women to come out as opposed to men Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. The homophobia is real over there, but Mm -hmm. like it it definitely comes off from what I've seen that men have a much harder time. But it doesn't mean that women don't have a hard time either. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes back to like when you were saying how you were nervous to tell your friends who are women 
about, you know, when you were coming out, like there can be different struggles with different groups. Like it could be harder for a woman, a woman to come out to other women, to other straight women than it would be maybe for a guy because the girls, the straight women, when a guy comes out, could be like, oh my God, yes, let's go shopping. But like, if their girlfriend comes out, they might be like, oh really? Like, are you into me? Like, but it could be, the, you know, difficult for a gay guy to come out to straight guys because they could have an issue with that. But if a gay girl comes out, they're like, oh yeah, lesbian. Like, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. how society yeah, is. Society. And it's I'm different sorry, it struggles with different groups. And like you said, everybody has their own struggles. And there are certainly some that face more struggles than others. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still... Everybody on the know. spectrum got to struggle. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah. yeah, I think, like I said, speaking from my perspective, I just think the world is fascinated with the idea of a bisexual woman and they can interact with It's just with too hypersexualized because yeah, men automatically is. assume that just because you meet a freaking bisexual, pansexual woman that that's interested in who I, yeah, like that that's not, and it's, yeah, just, and it's yeah. not realistic yeah. for some people. Yeah. Like if you're bi, regardless of your gender, like, yeah, maybe you are interested in threesomes or, you know, whatever group things, but like, that's not a blanket statement for everyone. You know what I mean? Just because you're one thing, it doesn't automatically mean that you're attached to the next. You right. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. It's tough. It's tough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, obviously, um, recently, obviously, the baby has been in this, the news lately, you know, talking a whole... He said a statement on why he was on stage. Uh -huh. uh, what was it? Lula Palooza, right? Wow. I think Lula one of the festivals. One of them. Well, basically, he was he in says, front of a lot of people on a world stage. <laughs> yeah, basically, he says some stuff that he shouldn't have said. Yeah. Um, now, Pat, how do you feel about basically what he said? Do you feel like the reaction that he got was deserved? Um, and if anything, do you feel like he should have gotten more of a reaction? And how do you also feel like he can correct himself? So, this is definitely a complex situation. Um, what he said was definitely very insensitive and out of pocket for anyone who is not aware and is listening while deleting the expletives and other things. Basically, he went on stage and said, put your phone lights up in the air if you didn't come to the show with HIV or AIDS yep. today. Um, and if you are a male and you didn't suck a D in the parking lot before you came here. And that... I mean, it's such a huge issue in itself. Um, and then, you know, kind of tried to turn around and be like, well, my gay fans aren't going to be upset because they're not the nasty ones that have HIV. Like, there was other expletives that were yeah, mixed in course. there. But said, like, don't like my gay fans aren't going to be offended by that because they're not the nasty ones. When then tying the assumption together that if you have HIV or AIDS that you're nasty. Um, which is a problem that goes back decades um, yeah. when we originally had the HIV and AIDS, you know, epidemic start and still a very huge issue that we're facing worldwide. Um, so for him to say something like that uh, and, you know, this far into the game, like <laughs> this has been something that has been around since before we, any of us and him included, were born. Like yeah. he should know um, how serious that is. It's not just some brand new thing that started two Especially weeks ago like that that was just like <sighs> was that my thing necessary? too is like if you're miss like if you don't know something why are you talking on it right I, I don't even know Absolutely. i don't even know why that would even come to your thought when you're on stage performing why is it even <laughs> you something that you're perform, thinking about walk off the stage like, walk why off the stage. is why is that even anything that you're thinking about <laughs> like saying, i don't like... i don't know like personally why he said that um but the backlash i mean yeah i mean i think that there absolutely has 
everyone has a right to you know to backlash to and i don't think that he has any he's in any position to tell anybody how to feel offended from that um especially anybody in the lgbtq community or even allies like to tell them like oh don't worry about that um and for any rappers that are defending him and people in the hip-hop community that's a problem too um because like that just gets brushed over so easily in the hip-hop community and then he just you know like puts out a new song in six months it goes number one on billboard and we all forget about it mm -hmm. um and i feel like that's just he's not the first rapper to say something homophobic i mean this has been something that has been going on for literally decades yes absolutely. um so for other people to like ti to come out and try to defend it i mean that is a problem just, yeah I did, I did read that um, yeah that, yeah that's problematic like they it's just so when you know when he gets dropped from venues and stuff it's like all right you lost some coins you dropped a couple bags like maybe that can be something for you to learn your lesson but i don't think it's just like him losing venues and and streaming uh you know plays and 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 profits and stuff i don't think that alone is going to be something that like i know for me personally it's like oh him losing nine ten whatever it was venues like or being taken off of Dua Lipa is levitating like that's not enough yeah. to satisfy like for me like as an apology the apology that he put out was kind of weak and like could have been written by anybody it was days later yeah, like just thrown on Instagram I feel like he doesn't have to be canceled forever like he can come back from this but it has to seriously seriously be like a learning opportunity for him and he has to genuinely express that and then do like things that can help with the course correction like you, his net worth is $5 million. Make a chunky donation to an organization, a legitimate organization that, you know, works on research and development for HIV and AIDS or helps people with HIV and AIDS. You know, feature LGBTQ actors in your music videos. Make a song with an LGBTQ artist. Like, I don't know if he'd be down to make another song again, but reach out to Lil Nas X. Like, he's very prominent in the hip-hop world and LGBT community that right now. Is. If you can get him on your side to help with an apology or something like that, I mean, when you work in the world of entertainment, there is no shortage of LGBTQ artists, actors, dancers, writers, singer, like all of the above in the world of entertainment. Like, collaborate with them, learn from them. Maybe sit down on a setting like this and and talk to them. Learn about their experiences. You know, don't just throw them as a background dancer in your music video. Sit down with them and learn about their life experiences. Sit down with people that have HIV or AIDS, learn about their experience. And, you know, you'll find out that so many people, you know, weren't just like in his mind being nasty and got, you know, HIV that turned into AIDS. Like it happens to so many people like, and they don't even know it. Like, or someone will lie about their status or, you know, someone will poke a hole in a condom. Like it's, there's so many ways that people end up with HIV that are, so like malicious and they're victims of that um or or people that are victims of sexual assault and end up with hiv and it's not just gay men like it literally it's hiv anybody. doesn't yeah hiv doesn't anybody. know if you're gay or or not yeah. so it can happen to anybody and there's so many victims that end up with hiv and i think that maybe he should kind of educate himself on that whether in private or on a platform not saying he has to go in front of a world stage and educate himself but if he then comes out and says what he has learned and what he's learned about to correct his course, then I feel like in that way he could come back from that. But it's not going to be easy. It's going to take work. It's going to take more than somebody else writing up a quote that you slap on your Instagram and then delete a year later because you're rebranding for your new album and you delete yeah, everything. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, it's going to take more than that. It's going to be work. And that's for anybody that says anything racist or homophobic or anything, you know, prejudice. And when you're a public figure, it takes work to come back from that.
And I think if you, you know, aren't like Bill Cosby committing a crime, um, yeah. that you like, and that he ain't come back from that. Like he yeah, needs done. to cut it out, like with his tour that he wants to do or whatever the hell he wants to do. Like, shut up, go away. We don't want to hear from you. <laughs> um, but in a in a situation where you make comments, I feel like he could come back, but it's it's gonna be work. That's and that's just my personal opinion as someone who is LGBTQ and had a lot of his music on my phone. It's not on my, it's not on my phone now, yeah. but it could be again one day. Um, but it's just, you know, as a fan of his music and, you know, as, you know, someone who's a fan of hip hop and rap and also LGBTQ, that's my opinion. Um, and if I was on his, um, what's it called? Like crisis response PR team, like crisis control, crisis control okay. PR team, I would be working to really try to help him, but have him realize what he needs to do himself and not just be told from everyone what he needs to do. Like he has to put in the work himself and it has to really like be his own ideas too. And not just us saying like, okay, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, you're going to do this. And then six months later, we'll put an album. Cause that's how the, that's how the, yeah, the music industry that, like, works. And it's all calculated, but we'll see, I guess. If he just brushes it off, ignores it and puts out more music, I will not be adding it to my playlist. <laughs> Nah, that's, I understand that. Um, I wanted to speak on one thing, though. Uh, mm -hmm. You did talk about Lil Nas X. Mm -hmm. Do you guys feel like he is... How should I put it? Not the right re representation, but do you feel like he's putting on a show of his sexuality? Or do you guys feel like he is what, I guess, the community needs in order to bring awareness to and acceptance to, I guess, hip-hop, music, art, you know what I'm saying? Everything when it comes with that. I just think he's being himself. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what a lot of kids need to see is just someone being themselves. Right. I think we said that before. Like, if we had somebody to look up to, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, that'd be great. And honest, I mean, I'm not a gay male, but you know what I mean? If I was yeah. a gay kid and, you know, I'm listening to Lil Nas X, like, I'd be like, okay, like, it's okay for me to be gay. You know mm -hmm. You kind of feel a little bit more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um... So I, I don't think, I mean, he's just doing what he feels he needs to do. Like, I don't, I don't really have an opinion because, like, it's not really affecting my life. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if he's giving, like, a positive light for anybody, like, I think that in its own way is, like, a good thing. You know, I don't think he's being performative or whatever. And if that's how people view it, that's how people view it. And people always try to find problems in right. things. Right. So that's really yeah. good. You're, if you're <laughs> going to be, you know, that um, straightforward with you know your sexuality and your music videos and stuff like that um in a topic of you know being lgbtq you're gonna make people mad but i think that is kind of the point that he's making like he wants to spark those conversations like he wants to you know be himself and and put it out there and if you know he's an entertainer and uh, he's going to be entertaining on his own terms and, and he's going to do what he wants with his music videos and his songs and i like that I mean, I'm sure there is, you know, other factors at play. There is always in the music industry and stuff like that. Yeah. But it does seem like he pretty much has a lot of creative control over the direction of his songs and his music videos. And, like, for me, like, being, like, I just, you know, discussed being a huge fan of hip-hop and rap, like, since I can, as little as I can remember, like, my mom raised me on hip-hop and R&B and rap. And so, like, going my entire life singing and rapping songs about, you know, from a male about females my whole life, especially when there's like sexual lyrics and stuff, having 
someone who is now a male in hip hop that has lyrics about men in his songs is a game changer for me. That's how I feel about women queer artists. Like when it's like explicitly, you know, coming from a woman about yeah. women, yeah. Th- yeah. you feel that connection. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lyrics. It took 20 something, we aren't discussing that. 20 something <laughs> years. 20 something years, but. I finally now have an artist in a genre of music that I have loved my whole life that has songs from a male about a male that, you know, are mainstream and not just like some underground artist that only you know. It's like on the radio and number one on Apple Music and number one on Billboard. And um, it's not just a one hit wonder. Like, so that, I mean, he's a game changer for me. So shout out to Lil Nas X. Um, I am a big fan. And I am excited for anything new that he does because I feel like everything he drops is a game changer, especially the music videos. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's my two cents. It. I respect it. Yeah. All right, that's good because, like I said, music is is all about you know bringing different people of ethnicities and ideas and whatever together. Mm-hmm. So it's it's important to have someone that you can connect with and someone that represents what you believe in. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? You live your life by. Mm-hmm. Um, one final question for both of you guys. What do you feel is the next step when it comes to acknowledging and respecting the LGBTQ community? Got it right. See, there you go. There you go. Progress. You just got to add that plus. Oh, true, like, true. What, you have to say plus at the end? You want to be as inclusive as possible. Yeah. I think that's the problem. I'm not going to lie. I forget. Did you say plus the whole I, time? No, time? I, forget, yeah. I forget sometimes. No, but but the thing is, like, I I think it's easy to kind of forget that, like, not everybody is male or or rather man or woman. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's people outside of that. And so I personally, I have been working the last, I don't know, the last year, this last year, trying my best to not misgender people. If I don't know your pronouns, I'm not going to use he she whatever i'm gonna use they and sometimes i slip up you know what i mean but i catch myself and i think the the thing is to just use inclusive language and for some reason people find a problem with that but i feel like using inclusive language that's how you kind of bring that awareness okay cool cool yeah i don't know why people have such an issue with using like they or them it's like so easy and seamless if you don't know who it was like let's say you're working you're a librarian and somebody left a book bag right and you don't know who it was it's so easy for them to say oh they left their book bag after second period i don't know maybe they can pick it up tomorrow like mm-hmm. you know it's they then it's, so it's so easy but <laughs> yeah. if they see someone they assume is female leave the book bag and then you know it's like oh well that's actually he and him and they're like oh she oops i mean he oh she oh well the, I, um, I don't really know did they um she like they yeah, yeah, you know yeah. mix it all up and then have such a hard time remembering or one that is always funny to me is like when people will misgender like a dog and then you say like oh well actually my dog is a girl and they're like oh my god i'm so sorry like they're so apologetic but then if they misgender like a human being and you try to correct them on that they're like oh mm, it's like, not the right word yeah like get so <laughs> defensive and it's like i mean i appreciate that you care about my puppy so much but like let's also care about our children and our kids and like people the same exact way yeah i just think inclusive language that's 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 my that's my final answer. <laughs> so, you good on that? What was the original question? <laughs> yeah, no, I need to hear the, actually, I need to hear the question. Though, no, I what do you feel the next step when it comes to acknowledging and respecting the community or bringing awareness to it? Well, yeah. not really acknowledging and respecting. Hearing people out. Yeah. 
I think that's the biggest Their thing. Their life experience. I think people, yeah, like, hearing yeah. people out, learning new perspectives. There's mm-hmm. still stuff about my own community that I'm not aware of. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm not too in the... I don't... I personally, honestly, even though I know, like, I consider myself queer, I don't feel entirely connected to that part of my life. And I am making steps to change that. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are people that are super in tune and some that are not and some in the middle. And, like, I just feel like overall people outside of the community and even within the community, just hearing people out, hearing the different perspectives, Mm -hmm. not being so quick to judge Mm -hmm. in a negative way, I think, and then inclusive language as well. Like, I just think that's the, that's the way where you can, and putting, putting those voices forward, like in the front, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think that like society in general just needs to be like limitless in their ability to learn and to hear out because I feel like some people have a limited capacity of like the spectrum and they're like oh well i know about gay and lesbian but that's it or it's like you start you know you try to talk about like transgender people and they're like i don't really know anything about that or they don't want to know about that or yeah, gender non-binary the time, yeah they don't take the time to educate themselves because or it's even like well i know i oh, my cousin's gay that's all i need to know yeah it's like no it's like i i'm a queer woman like i don't know much about trans people other than they face a lot of hate a mm-hmm. lot of you know, eviction, a lot of attacks, like a lot of things that a reg, I don't want to say regulated, that's so insensitive, but like a straight person wouldn't necessarily deal with. Right. You know but see, I mean? it's good There's that like of... we catch ourselves, like you just caught yourself, you caught yeah. yourself with when you say LB, like we catch ourselves and, and I make mistakes and I slip up on certain things too, but you just learn from it and you move on. And like one of my favorite qualities about anybody that I meet or a lot of times students and athletes that I work with is when they're very inquisitive about anything really. And they always are just like eager to learn and whatever they don't know, they're like, wait, how can I learn more about this? Or like, if there's a topic that they're confused about, I mean, I literally will have like athletes who will ask me questions and there's, you know, certain ones I can think of in particular that are very inquisitive and I, and I love that about them. Well, we'll just be at practice and they'll just, just be like, I mean, literally one time I had an athlete be like, what like how did the AIDS epidemic start like and that just came up we're just in the fitness center like but out of genuine interest because he had heard someone else talk about it and then he wanted to know more about it and like I guess he knew that I had and you know knowledge of that or whatever and so it's like I just appreciate when people are inquisitive or they're just open to learning and they're always asking questions and whatever they don't know it's okay to if you don't know anything about it. If you know nothing about transgender people, that's okay. But be open to learning. Be open to hearing about it. Be open to, you know, learning from experiences from those people. And I feel like as a society, like all of us need to be limitless. Like some people are just like they cut it off at their certain point. I'm like, did you run out of gigabytes in your, in your, <laughs> in in your, your brain cloud? Like did your brain cloud run out of free storage? Like because I don't – like I feel like I just – can always learn more and i was actually listening to a podcast on the way here and it had was it bill nye the science guy that was on and talk i love bill nye um and was talking about how like your brain synapses can make new connections and learn new things and you can like hardwire your brain literally up to the age of 80 so that is the majority of if not all of most humans lives so if you can still learn and hardwire your brain to learn things up to the age of 80 like none of us have an excuse you can't just be like oh well i'm 60 and that's how i was raised when i was little and that's whatever you just shut yourself off like that um you and if you know there's new you know um things that are 
come out or new experiences to learn about or when we're 40 years old there's you know new things on the spectrum for us to learn about it's like we have to be open we can't just be like well it was only lgbtq or only lgbtq plus or you know um when i was coming out so i don't know what all this new stuff is it's like it's just simply being open-minded right and it's also accept like allowing people to be themselves i think that's the thing like people get so triggered when they see a male passing person wearing a dress and it's like Mm -hmm. instead of judging them instead of questioning why they're out in a dress why don't you question yourself like why is that making you angry why are you questioning it why is it bothering you how is this affecting you right now Mm -hmm. is anyone causing you harm are you bleeding like it's not Mm -hmm. doing anything it's just somebody trying to be themselves and i think that's that's my frustration is that people get so like in others business Mm -hmm. like it's not who i'm dating how i like how i choose to present myself Mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with you or your life just allow people to be who they are mind your business learn be open-minded and move on (laughs) yep that's the only way we'll move forward with any big issues in society that are you know relating to any groups that are you know that there's prejudice against or any minority groups or any groups that are you know facing struggles from society that's the only way we'll move forward is by everyone being open-minded and not just only sticking with what yourself and what you know and only the people around you even if you don't know anybody that is of you know whatever you know on the spectrum just being open-minded yeah and putting you know voices up front Mm -hmm. that don't typically get put at the forefront Mm -hmm. i said that already but i feel like i really need to say it like black trans women Mm -hmm. Mm non-binary people like Mm-hmm. usually people where you can see they have a lot of overlap you mm-hmm. know what I mean because you know it's you know you could face some type of struggle I could face some type of struggle but like at the extent of it it'll be because you're gay mm-hmm. for me it's like I'm a woman I'm a woman of color I'm a queer woman of color mm-hmm. and then there's people that surp- you know that, that have to deal with so much more yeah. so I just feel like putting those voices up at the front so you can give the chance to learn Yep. So. Learn the layers. Yeah, Learn the layers. The answers, <laughs> I don't have all the answers. We definitely we don't have all the answers. <laughs> that's, that's, I thought about it, though. I think I can say What's it. our life? Yes. Yeah. I think about it every single day. It's, it's, it's the foundation of who I am. And it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. But yeah, I, I speak for the, for the, um, the rest of society. We definitely have to be more open-minded and stop being closed-minded to all the things that you know what I'm saying? We need to learn because at the end of the day, people are people and, you know what I'm saying, everyone chooses to live their life the way that they they want to. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we have to respect it and just be acknowledgeable of it. You know what I'm saying? Again, if it's not affecting us in any type of, you know, physical harm or mental harm, then just mind your business and shut up, man. Just keep moving, man. But at least mm-hmm. respect the community or whoever or whatever the person and, and what they bring. And, and, and that's it at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, we're gonna wrap this episode up because I know Kathy had to get somewhere. Um, but, wow, uh, way to put my business on. Oh, uh, uh, I gotta get somewhere too. It's all right, we, we all busy. Like I said, we're, we're getting old, so we got things to do. <laughs> anyway, oh, we're old. Uh, whatever, whatever. But nah, I really, really appreciate you guys coming on to this show. Um, of course, and, and thank you for having what you guys know and what you guys live. Um, and I hope, like I said, I hope the listeners, you know what I'm saying, got insight on the LBGTQ plus. LGBT. 
plus communities. Or if you really want it, like, be the LGBTQIA plus. But that's too many. No, that's too. That's why I like how how they say like it's the alphabet mafia. I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say that. I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know if it was LGBTQ people that started that, or if it was people that were trying to like shit on LGBTQ. That was like all the alphabet mafia. But I just love that we owned it. And like yes, we are the alphabet mafia. We are, and and like we are a range within the alphabet. And don't F with us. Like, we are the alphabet. <laughs> I love that, like, moniker so much. Like, that, <laughs> that nickname. Cool. Alphabet Mafia. Oh, man. But now, I appreciate you guys coming on for real, for real. Like, I, this was a really introspective episode. And I really appreciate you guys coming on. I like this. Good. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. you bringing it to your listeners. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Awareness is the, the, the greatness of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? Tune into the next episode whenever it drops. But definitely, you know what I'm saying? Take something from this episode and pass it on. Yes, um, sir. Like I said, um, tune in. You know what I'm saying? Stay blessed. Stay positive in this world, man. And stay and open. Absolutely. And stay open. All right, guys, catch y'all later.